0: We are in the cup,
1: Back page team. <coughs> <coughs> wow, nice that. Yeah,
2: that. yeah, we're recording guys. Oh, we're recording? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. What are you watching?
1: Kobe Bryant. Oh, Kobe! Nice. Yeah, it's yes. yeah, the stories of Kobe Bryant, man. What a legend.
3: And we are back. Episode what? 22. 22. 22. Two twos. Mm. But I feel like Kwame introducing this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh, got to make introductions. It's not easy, but it's good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, how we doing, lads? <laughs> yeah, we're <we'll>
2: coming. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Kwame Jerry, can't, I can't lie, yeah. yeah. I feel a bit groggy. Also, and virus, of course, yes, we'll get, the, we'll get into that. We'll we get into that. We even have done the show. Sam, so, boy, it? it. it's
3: you, you know, boy. I'm all right, man.
0: Like, I flat, Jerry, I, I, I feel a bit uneasy, man. man <laughs> do
3: you know, what, yeah. Like, just with the like this whole Corona thing, I feel like. I've been starting, just hearing about it in the news, I've been starting to feel symptoms of myself. I know I don't
2: That's have it, thing, but yeah. it's a mental yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's I get a headache thing. and I'm
3: like, it's just
2: corona. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I got right now.
1: It's in your throat, is it corona, is it...
0: No, yeah. my thing is that obviously you went, you went out, in innit, yesterday. So. Oh, yeah. Mm. I got waved, but he had a good time. Yeah, it was good, man. man. Beer pong, yeah, and all of that. Corona, (laughs) (laughs) trust me, (laughs) we're probably trying to hold our our, our (laughs) own cups. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. it was not
3: that. Went out the window, though. (laughs) Yeah, after a (laughs) while. But yeah, Corona is affecting everything. Premier League has been postponed for like, I think they said two, three weeks. Champions League football has been, well European football has been been postponed as well. So it's was really taking a big toe on like the whole football scene, mm-hmm. just, the whole world the whole well, world. just the whole world, the whole world, the whole world, the whole
1: world. It just seems like we watched it from from China mm-hmm. and how it's just managed like, yeah. to jump across the Atlantic. Yeah. It's crazy, and it's like everyone now is in panic mode. Like Sam, yeah. Sam was saying, or someone was saying about how they went to the shop. And then there was nothing, there was no toilet paper, like yeah, all yeah. these essentials. You yeah. know? Like, it's I'm actually like, oh. a real thing.
3: I'm like, Hold I on. thought it was just Insta. I went to, I literally went to Morrison's yesterday and there
2: was nothing there. That's like, what I'm saying. You're not taking this serious enough. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know. I think it's not real. I don't know if it's Go because because I watched, and see. I don't know if it's
1: because <laughs> I've watched these films and you see it over yeah. and over again. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, I, I don't feel it. I don't feel that. That I should that be scared, mm, yeah. The thing is,
2: you know what? I don't feel it as well. But when I'm seeing other people doing, I'm thinking, do they know yeah, something yeah. we don't know? Yeah. <laughs> should I go and buy toilet tissue? No, yeah. Because no. these men are cleaning out toilet tissue. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. No, yeah, no, yeah. But
1: how game. you lock
2: coping without no football? How you? How you feeling?
1: It's, right. it's still
2: early. It's still <laughs> early days. Bro. To
0: be honest, I'm actually alright because <laughs> I can't even. Do you know I'm alright? It's because, um, because this season I haven't really been following. Mm, the yeah, the enough, league yeah. obviously because of of
2: United. But but you but you still follow the results and stuff. Oh yeah yeah. yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah I definitely do. But you know what is what I feel more slightly is the NBA um, season out. That, obviously because yeah. yeah, I was watching NBA. Right. Yeah I've been watching the NBA for like what three two two three, three years now. Mm. So I'm feeling that more than the league. There's nothing. There's, not even There's nothing. The it's one. just sports nothing. in general. Yeah it. no yeah. sports. I'm going to have to watch Relays. Re- Re- yeah, I think mean,
3: that's what I've been watching. I've been watching like lacrosse. No, these are lit sports, you know. I didn't know like lacrosse, yeah, is, lacrosse that she, is actually
0: sick. Wait, what's lacrosse panel. again?
3: Like they're they like, like, the oh, on, a is yeah. oh, like a the that. yeah, that's good. The dangerous sport, you know. These men are like It's like
0: outside hockey, but man on foot, kind of. Yeah, got net. Yeah.
3: Nah, it's
1: a big game. I, like it. I do like it.
3: But yeah, we are here today to discuss Kwame's journey. We'll waiting for this one. On. <laughs> <laughs> hey. what are you like that. Do you know Because I played we're play football, we played football with Kwame mm. it? and he's he's a solid, very solid defender. I remember one video in fact yeah, that we did one morning. <laughs> Like it was Mad Blitz, it must have been like in December, I don't know if yeah, you remember. It was cold, of course and it was yeah. freezing cold, of course and cold. we were doing like one on ones. Yeah. And I had to get past this guy. And I just remember this guy forcing me wide. <laughs> Fan. <laughs> it was crazy, it was a crazy day, man. I don't think I, got, I probably got past maybe like once. just once, yeah, I yeah. think yeah.
1: it was a one time, yeah. Man, nah, it was good. Shout out to you as well. <laughs> nah, it, was good. it was good.
2: How was Sheggs as a attacker facing? He's he's alright, he's different,
1: isn't it? He? He's he's different. To play he's you have to it's kinda of awkward. I don't know. I kind yeah, of give Shegs. Him... Do you know what it
0: is? Shegs reminds me I'm trying to think of, of a player. Raheem Sterling when Raheem Sterling was at um, Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not bad No, no, that's a good shout. No, it's a good shout. But a good you know shout. What it is? I always, <laughs> I'm I'm always, always yes, it. I always guess. <laughs> yes, He, he knows why I'm
0: getting on him. When you see Shegs, he does he does the pepe thing sometimes. Mm. You know when you when you beat one man, yeah. you can I finish? my speech, yeah? Shegs <laughs> will chop. The, he's chop man, he's, mm. you know what I mean? He's gone. <laughs> but he'll come back He'll him. come back he'll and chop again. man again. Yeah, yeah. Chop man again. Instead of him just to shoot. Mm. No, nah, living aside, I'm more clinical. But yeah, <laughs> Shags um, like is man. like a when Raheem was at Liverpool. Ask me. But Shakes is called fast it, feet. Before it
3: lasts, um yeah, no, here you go But yeah Kwame, so when did you first like realise that football is, is your sport, the sport for you? What's like your earliest memory of like... Um, earliest memory? Earliest memory from... Whether it was you playing or like, sporting or... It was probably, earliest memory is
1: that it was Christmas, it's like a great story that I always used to tell and it was, it was Christmas and we got a present. I think we woke up, I can't remember how old I was. Definitely under 10. Yeah. And um, everyone opened theirs and I opened mine and it was like flat and long. Like the size, like the thickness of, um, what's them recorders, tape recorders? VH- oh, VHS. VHS, VHS, yeah VHS. But it was flat and long. Yeah. So when I opened it up, it was like a collection of different sports. Three different tapes, Yeah, One of them was, I think it was like a tennis one. It was dead. <laughs> it was a tennis one. The other one was like a boxing one. We I mean, had like about Frank Bruno, Mike Tyson, etc. And then the one in the middle, it had Pele. Mm. And it had like, and it was basically- It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and the Pele one was like, it was training. It was everything like to do with him and Brazil. I can't believe it. I can't remember what the name is, but it's on, I think it's on Amazon Prime or whatever, but it was just, it was like one of the early documentaries and he just took you on a day-to-day like what he does, training, how he mm. eats, what he does when he's injured, da-da-da-da. and I used to just watch it religiously. I'd watch it, watch it, watch it. I watched the boxing one as I watched the boxing one as well. Yeah. But yeah. the football one was just something about it that and then from then on, obviously just playing out. I used to just play out in the area, kick ball, you kinda noticed a few things now and again. Um but yeah, it was definitely that watching that Pele thing, I was like, right, oh, like, this is sick. I wanna do that. Yeah. So that's how it started for me. And then obviously my team was was Arsenal. You know, Ian Wright, you yeah. know, Tony Adams, et cetera, et cetera. So just I just remember living back and just thinking that we was the best team ever. Do you know what I mean? Like it was and it was just always success. It was always like we was always winning stuff. Mm. So now having it now is just completely different, a completely different contrast because I've never been an Arsenal fan and we've been that this bad at the moment compared to how we was before. But yeah, we'll get onto that later. Uh, so
3: yeah.
2: um, I remember Sam. Getting onto the last episode, mm. yeah, about Pele <laughs> being your favorite player, yeah, yeah, but it's making sense now. Yeah, <laughs> no, <bro. laughs> the, the, the
1: VHS like, thing. Yeah, the VHS, bro. Is, it was, the, oh man. Was that, he always
2: your favorite from then?
1: From then, yeah. Because I was just like, who's this kid? Like, mm. and they, they they told you about his whole like going from uh, Sao Paulo yeah, and everything mm. like that. And when he when he moved when he was younger, um, then he played for the national team at like 16, 17. You're mm. like, raw, like you won the World Cup at that at age. That age yeah. Yeah, and you yeah, dominated yeah. it like mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so i just i was just in awe i was in awe he was he was like how i look
3: at messi do you know yeah. what i mean i was just like rah. Yeah. i want to
1: be like him so yeah just yeah.
3: Oh, before, exactly. before we get into like your actual like, journey, like in terms of like teams and stuff like that, I just mm-hmm. wanted to know: Were you always like a defender, or defensive, defend, mm-hmm. defensive-minded player, or like mm-hmm. or was this something that you grew into? No, <laughs> that's how it was. Because everyone wants to be top striker. Everyone yeah. wants to score goals. Not me though. I wasn't. I don't me. That's it. Just always so
1: you're want me, you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, no. For me, it was. I wasn't. It wasn't like I wanted to be a striker. It was just more. I just. I just like to score goals or I like to just have a good touch or something like that. So like midfield was probably where I always used to like playing yeah. or, you know, kind of where I found, I learned my craft a little bit. And then as it got, as it went further on, like my career was more like, all right, mm. defending. I like tackling, man, yeah. you know what I mean? Like mm. you see a man that's doing like bare skills or whatever. And I used to just be like, get him, yeah. get him, yeah. like <laughs> tackle him. So I, I I, love a tackle and you know, yeah. I love a challenge. So, do you know what I mean? That, that was my thing. That's, that's I find that right. so
3: weird, like, because obviously I'm an attacking player. Mm. I find it weird that there's some people that take joy in tackling, whereas yeah, I yeah, take joy yeah, yeah. in running <laughs> someone. I find that, man, I find it so weird. <laughs> but,
1: no, it's just what, like, obviously I, I love going past people. I love like yeah. scoring and things like that, but it's also the other side of the game yeah. I love as well. So mm. it's just trying to get that balance. Like, Yeah, it's trying to get that balance for me.
2: So wait, what was your position?
1: Me, like I used to play
2: center
0: mid. Center mid. Yeah, so. yeah what center
1: would you mid. like a DM or actual center mid? No, like DM, DM. Sometimes like obviously they used to put me like center back. I would always like go between like center back, left back, or center mm-hmm. mid. I would just always just float in between those left back. Yeah, <laughs> left back was like <laughs> left back. To be
0: honest, was <laughs> listen. Kwame's got a wicked <laughs> left foot. <laughs> in what, you left foot. Yeah. They yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. even
1: realized left back <laughs> yeah. used to be. I used to love left back because you had so much freedom. Like. And like when, I think a couple previous um, guests have mentioned like, you know, Roberto Carlos and things like that. When you watch them, you'll be like, right, you can do that. Like, so when I used to play left back, I used to just, I would always be up. I'd be, mm-hmm. I'd push push all the way up because they didn't know what to do. I don't know what it was. Like they just didn't, they didn't <laughs> anticipate. Oh, look, there's, there's a left back. There's an extra man at yeah. the back. What do we do? So I used to try and make use of that. Um, but yeah, center mid, I used to play for like
3: my first team. It was like center mid. Okay. No, I wanted to ask as well because you have like you have good analysis of like defensive play and, like on your Instagram and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Shout out technical centre back. Oh, so. <laughs> <centre-back. laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I wanted to ask your opinion of like defensive style of play, like in teams. So like even in the Liverpool Atletico game mm-hmm. most recently, yeah. mm-hmm. Klopp came out and was like, he doesn't understand how teams mm-hmm. can set up like that. Like Sorry. how teams can be playing boring football like this. Kind it wasn't boring. Like, it sorry. wasn't boring yeah it was sorry yeah.
1: that wasn't boring that was like a magnificent like display of, of mm. defensive i think it's something that's lacking and to be honest out of the whole of europe Atletico defensively they're probably one of the best teams yeah. and if you actually watch them train you see their drills that he does like he yeah. breaks down the game like i love like simeone's drills what he does mm. and like the fact that even Trippier has gone over there like he must be learning so much as a defender you know how to position yourself, how your yes. body shape should be, reading the ball, re- reading the flight of the ball, reading your player that's coming behind you. Like they're just a unit; they, they all move as one. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like an immovable force at the back. Um, so yeah, that that game was interesting because you had Liverpool just literally <laughs> <Yeah>. just bombarding <laughs> their box, trying to do everything. But you know what I mean? If it it was if it weren't um, what was it Savage? Yes. Savic. Yeah. Then it was Felipe. If it went yeah. Felipe, it was all black. You know what I mean? Like they just always had reinforcements. So yeah, that was a joy to watch. Mm. I just think, yeah, as Jerry said, this was just being salty. Um, speak,
2: speaking of that game though, yeah. um Simoni came out and said he feels like Atletico had uh advantage because they got to play an extra uh 30 minutes to get an away goal they so think that's that's an advantage oh yeah yeah it's always an
1: advantage that, that's why that the whole away goal yeah, thing so, is just always yeah, exciting yeah, yeah. isn't it but so
2: they're saying do you think they should scrap away goals when Can it gets get the extra, extra time? time i think so because that no. makes it no 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 i it like does, it, it when it, it, has, way it way. has a twist to yeah. things,
3: but if i'm on the receiving end i'm like
1: yeah the ah, receiving end.
2: obviously it's, it's not it's not a good because the, the balance is not fair so liverpool get an extra 30 minutes to play at home yeah but then Atletico get an extra 30 minutes to get an away goal. Which yeah. one? Which one is more valued? But then, the that's, away goal, but then that's the the thirty it's at home or the away goal. Then. Getting the away But, goal. Yeah. but then that's
0: why, that like, as a team and as a manager, you have to set up your team correct so you True.
2: don't so you don't, you don't flop. Yeah. yeah, man.
1: It was because I, I don't. This is
2: football at the highest level. It's exactly. Hard. Yeah, but that's what makes that's it the so of the, good. The nature of the That's game. what makes it so good. But then yeah. it's also
1: Liverpool. It was in Liverpool's hands in the first league to do something, to get that away goal. And then it might have been different coming back to Anfield. That's but remember, true, they
2: only had 90 minutes. At Flaco oh, yeah. had an extra thing. Yeah, 30 minutes, minutes to get oh, that no, away goal. Yeah. No, no, no. If we wouldn't yeah. be talking
1: about it. if Firmino and them put their chances away, because they had enough chances, no, we probably bad. wouldn't be talking. I get what if, they're saying. This is Simeone. Get, this came yeah. from Simeone's mouth. I get, I get what they're saying, but I, I like having the away goal. Obviously, I've seen it. Kill mm. our team off. Like. Mm. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> it happen, but as Sammy said, you have to make sure that you set up your team so then you're not conceding in the last minute. And that's what it is. It's about like that focus. Yeah, You know, having that that, that focus towards the end of the game. Even though you're tired, even mm. though your legs are tired, like mentally you got to be like, nah, we cannot concede. We cannot let them get yeah. back into this game. So,
3: yeah, man. That's
1: cool. So, yeah. So. Yeah, reeling
3: really on from that, like, what's your journey like in terms of like teams and... Like, from when you first started playing football, like, how did it advance and all of that? Was
2: you in a school team or anything?
1: Yeah, like, all right, for me it was, I was a late bloomer. I was a late bloomer. I started football when I was probably 14, 15 officially.
0: Why is that?
2: My parents. My parents, yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's only one else, so. my parents, isn't
1: it like it was it was alien to me like to play yeah. for a team. It was it was alien of me to like have a team and go and play. Like I was just mm-hmm. I was I lived a very not a sheltered life, but it was like I'll play out and whatever, but like playing for a team, I'll be like, right, like how do you do that? Mm. Obviously it started I, once I started getting my friends in school. Um, whole type um, maps one of my good boys. He, he kind of introduced me into the game of football and like the other side of it, you know. His mum, like, oh yeah, his mum as well. Hello, Mary and that. <laughs> no, because I just remember like every week in week out, she would pick him up. They'll go training uh, on the weekend, on the Sunday. She would, she would drop us to the game like every single week, rain, sleet, snow. She was always there. And if she couldn't drop us, she would organize like another one of the mums or whosoever to drop us. So it was just like yeah they kind of introduced me into it i played for the football team um yeah from probably year year nine upwards and then yeah probably done well with them year 10 11 we done pretty good uh i was playing for like a team my local team was like wadham wadham fc it was in chinkford we was literally across the road from like Wolverhampton dogs um, we used to play in the back. Like people will know, they'll know. Like there's a place, like uh, AstroTurf, yeah. and then you got the pitches. Like we used to play there and train there, and that's kind of like where I've, I started. All those things I was taking, all those images and, and things I was taking from Pele, I was like, all right, let me put it into practice. Let me see, like the way he jumps and heads the ball, the way, he, you know what I mean, he moves and things like that. I was just trying to piece it together. Um, so yeah football yeah mm. school was good used to love it play time you can just remember just playing with like the little tennis balls you know what i mean everyone just <laughs> everyone running up and down the, the 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 year 10s like the big year 10s <laughs> and year 11 stealing your ball and like and kicking it over or someone like you, it's the last minute of the game and then someone kicks it over and everyone's just like oh man like <laughs> all of that like so many memories but yeah my first team official team was like what FC. you was see it.
0: you see the fact that um you was a late bloomer, you started football late. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back at it now, do you kind of like wish that your parents um, kind of supported you more to do training at a younger age? Yeah, I mean, what what
1: child that love football wouldn't want that? Like they would, We always want our parents to support us in whatever. If it's not football, you know what I mean? Like maybe it's drama or dance or something like that. You want your parents to be a part of it, but- Yeah.
2: <sighs> Is, yes. it, is there any resentment
1: towards no no the no resentment i i but then i'm at that age now where i can i'm looking from their perspective i'm looking as as an adult and putting myself in their shoes and thinking you know what if i was a parent and i had to ring up, raise my kids mm-hmm. what are the priorities like obviously i want my kids to be happy but I've got to make sure we put food on the table. We've got, to, you know- Electricity, gas. Electricity, gas, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Mm. I just remember dad in and out, like mm. going to work. Mum, she had two jobs. Mm. She's working in my school, like my primary school and everything like that. So I can just remember them working. So in a sense, it was just more, I didn't even bother asking them. And then because my boy, like Mabs, because or Jason, he was, his mum was the one that kind of like, she was like a mum to me as well. So she'd just be like, oh yep. Yeah. Meet, uh, meet us at the the house six thirty. We'll, we'll drop you. We'll go to to training. So it didn't it didn't really feel much of a thing. Like oh man, like if my mum was here, I
0: would win. Or do you know what yeah. I mean? I'll like, train harder. Yeah. <laughs> you know you like, But I mean, like the reason why I asked, like mm. in terms of like, um, you starting football at a younger age. Yeah. Do you think that I don't know? Maybe would have propelled you to, uh, I don't know, possibly get into a team quicker and maybe get seen by, you know, professional clubs or stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah. If I started and it was, that was kind of the thing always like throughout the career or my career, playing career was like, oh man, if we just had you when you was about two years younger or something like that, I would have been able to put you into a team. Like I've had coaches say that to me or oh man, you just you just you just missed it. You just missed the boat. So it wasn't it wasn't like a resentment towards my my parents. It was, I was just one of those things. Like I was just like, well, boy, it is what it is. You know, maybe it's just not meant to be. But you just as as a kid or as a child, you'd always just be dreaming. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You always be dreaming. So yeah, hopefully that answers your whole question. So.
0: Oh, you yeah, no, know, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is so strange being of in the middle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My like God, Sammy it? done well the other week. Done oh, yeah. 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 well, man.
3: <laughs> but was there ever like a point, like well later on, mm. later years, that you kind of come to a realization that becoming a professional footballer? Because I'm, I'm assuming yeah. that was a dream at a point. Yeah. Was there ever a point that you got to that realization that you're like, yeah, I'm not like gonna kind of become a professional footballer.
1: Yeah, the, the, there was a point. Um but I don't know like you you always you was always fed that kind of I was personally I was fed that thing like you could make it yeah. you're good enough. Yeah and I used to be like what like you're telling me that like coaches be like you're, you're good enough you need to believe in yourself. Yeah. They used to always say these things and I'd be like what what trust in yeah. yourself I'm like, what do you mean trusting dude? myself? Like, I don't get it. But it's only now, like, as, as I've gotten older, I realised, like, those are moments that I needed to build, like, my, my character. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, when I was like, that's it, I couldn't make it professional. It's probably when they, like, this is skipping a lot, but we'll go back yeah. to, it was probably when, when I was told that um, I was diagnosed with a, a heart disease. Mm. So then it was just like, the doctor was just like, yo, you can't play no football you can't run, you can't do anything. Like you shouldn't do anything like yeah. physic- physically exertion. You can't okay. do it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like not even like press ups or sit ups. And no. he's like, no, Um, but that was, yeah. So that was like when my and, world and just how old, crashed. How old did you, when that, you got told was, this? That was old, this is like early twenties. So this is early twenties, you know what I mean? So we're skipping a lot. Um, but that's when I officially thought that's it. Yeah. All before then I was like, no, I could make it.
0: So, um before the doctors told you yeah. about, you know, your heart condition. Yeah. Did you know about it before?
1: Did I know about it?
0: Yeah. No, I was none the wiser. Okay. No, I was
1: none the wiser, man. I just I was play football. That's that's me and yeah. it. I play football. I train. I play every day. I was like like how I played today, like I do seven or mm. I do eleven or I, was, I used to do that all the time. Like that, this was, guy's that was nothing, not that I was fit, like <laughs> not that I was like fit, fit at that young age, but I just used to enjoy the game. So I didn't know. It was only when I started, there was little symptoms that, that happened when I was throughout my, my youth or stages that happened where it was kind of signs. But I yeah. just think at the time- You didn't really see you didn't, it. As, you didn't really yeah, see it. Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh maybe I'm just tired or do you know what I mean? Or, and then when I went to the hospital as well, once the first time it happened to me, where I had like a, I blacked out, um, they done like so what? many tests, blood tests, etc., etc., and they were just like, "We don't know what it is." So I was like, "Cool, like maybe I was just tired and I just I just blacked out or something like that." But yeah, from from then on, like twenty-three or whatsoever, that's and I got told that's when I had to like change my whole life in terms of how I looked at football,
3: how I play, etc., etc. But yeah. <laughs> so, so like even going with like the diagnosis of like the heart disease. Yeah. Was this as a result of like maybe you felt the symptom like after playing the match or something, or was it just how did I wanna like yeah. have an insight as like how yeah, you yeah. got diagnosed kind of Alright, so
1: throughout yeah. my life there was moments where like it's probably three moments where I, like I blacked out and I didn't know what, what happened. One of them was, I was running for the bus, which I would always do in the mornings, I run for the bus, but I was going to the station, for mum to the shop, and I went, got on the bus. How did you say? Just probably like 15, 16, yeah, got on the bus, get my breath, it was just literally like three stops, and then you'd be at the end of the road, and then I jumped off, got off, as I got off, I just woke up, and I was like, what the hell? Matt. Off the floor, people like looking at me like, Are oh, you alright? Like, what's wrong with you? Is you okay, Are you okay? And I was just like, Yeah, yeah, I'm alright. Like my I felt it was like my breathing. There was something about my breathing, it wasn't right. And I, it was just this, this this message in my head was like, uh-oh, this ain't this ain't normal, yeah. So I'd like caught my breath and then I was just sweating bare and I was like, Alright, yeah, I did run. And <laughs> but I didn't, well, no, I didn't no, sweat. not enough, enough to sweat <laughs> like that, the, the, you know. What I mean, the, the, mm. the ratio of sweat that I was, <laughs> <it> was <laughs> I was like, Whoa! And like, they were just like, You're right, I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. And then I just got on with my business and I ran home, even after that, I ran home and told mum. And that's when they took me to the hospital first, but it was nothing at that time. Then it happened years later when I was at uni, I was running to training and um, went to go and play training. Like, first minute, all right, guys, let's warm up. We warmed up. And then after the first lap, I said, I had that feeling. I was like, oh, this ain't right, so let me just sit out. As I sat out, I, it was like the fence. it's like those metal fences, you know, like the diagonal, um, like octagon yeah, shape yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I just remember having my hands in there and then just slowly going down, because my leg, your legs just go dead. Mm. Wow. I went down to the ground and I just lay down. It was like my body was just like, just lie down. So I lay down on the floor and then like, I could just hear noises, everything started deafening out. And then it started coming back and he was just like, yeah, Kwame, you're right, you're right, mate, you're right. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm just tired, I'm just tired. Same thing again, woke up and just covered in sweat. And I was like, rawr, like, they're like, man, you okay? I was like, yeah. And I'd done the training session and I was fine after that. Right. So it's like, it happened, it was, my body was trying to tell me, yo, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. But one, I didn't, I didn't, you know I mean? I was young, I thought I was indestructible. I didn't pay attention to it. And then even when I went to the hospital, they were just, the technology, yeah, they yeah. couldn't. They couldn't find it. They probably didn't know what it was, oh. even though there were probably cases of it. Um, so yeah, that was hopefully the answer to the question. It's
3: crazy man. <laughs> I was Thinking about, <laughs> but here you are playing seven so aside and then yeah, on the side.
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah. what is actually your um, condition? What yeah, called, if you can explain.
3: The
1: condition is called
3: uh, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy.
0: Of what right. that? ACM, I, mean. I know.
1: Hypertrophic is basically in, in like scientific terms is the thickening of the muscle. So basically what they're saying is that my middle chamber of my heart mm. is is more thicker than your average man. So then when you, my, my heart was trying to pump bloody, uh, it was trying to pump blood around my body, it wouldn't do it as much. Or it wouldn't reach certain places. So what happens if it doesn't reach your brain, for example, your brain goes into emergency, finger says, mm-hmm. right, we need to switch off and level yeah. out. So that's why my legs... If you ever pass out, if anyone ever passes out, you yes. feel like your legs go, everything goes and you just collapse. Mm-hmm. That's like your your body's way of... Um, shutting down. Shutting down, mm-hmm. yeah. Emergency stop. So then all the blood can level out. And then that's why obviously I will become I become conscious again. I'll be okay. But that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That shouldn't happen mm-hmm. as a body. So. That was it. Um, the condition is quite common in 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 athletes. It's quite common, obviously, in black athletes. And you've seen athletes or you know sports people that have actually died from it, or you hear those stories of like they collapse on the pitch and people used to be yeah. like, well, "What's
0: happened?" Oh, like for Fabrice remember Yeah, Fabrice remember?
1: remember I think his one's a bit slightly different, but again, it's still term I think it's still termed as like a heart disease or whatever. But do you know what I mean? He sure. was a fit athlete. He was a professional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was
0: a shock to the world. So how do you um like um keep? What has the doctor said for you to do for like the blackouts to not happen again or stuff and stuff like that? Or do you have to keep fit? Do you have to do you have to eat right? What what is the Days, the solution?
1: They said to just stop what you're doing.
0: So there's, there's no there's no there's no cure there's so, no magic cure yeah. So then really right now you shouldn't be playing no sports whatsoever I
1: shouldn't no I shouldn't on paper I shouldn't I shouldn't even be here So then like if you translate that into when I'm playing football I play at from a different a different area a different energy like I'm playing like and it's it's selfish of me it's very selfish of me and like I went for a stage before I had my operation, I went for a stage where I was like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to play football. Like, that's me. That's my thing, isn't it? Like, how are you going to tell me not to play football? Like, that's taking everything away from me. Yeah. Because that's my that's my exit. That's my little freedom. Just as 90 minutes of me just being on the pitch. No, no hassling. No stress. Anything like that. And I can just enjoy it. And I used to feel good because people used to be like, "You're good." And getting that as a young person, like when someone's always telling you you're good, is It's like gold dust, isn't it? It's it's addictive. You want more, you want more. So that's why I always love playing football. Um, But yeah, it's just, man, (laughs) it's mad. That's why I I play with a different, and that's why I'll get angry and I'll get upset. Cause I'm like, you lot ain't trying. And I see a man that stops running. Uh, And obviously people will be like, chill man. What's wrong with you? I'm like, bro, like just that inch. Like you could have made that inch. Like, don't you understand? I'm play and and like people used to be like I'm tired and that and I used to come with that angle where well I got a problem with my heart like and I'm still here Mm -hmm. but I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that because that's not setting the right example. Do you know what I mean? So I went through so many uh, trials and tribulations, like mental health, like issues, like me doubting myself, going through depression, da 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 like all of that. So like every game I play is like a blessing. When I wake up it's like it's a blessing, like I'm just happy. So that's why a lot of people be like, oh, like, you're always happy, like, happy-go-lucky, like my brother, my younger brother would be like, oh, you're just happy-go-lucky, you're always just happy. But I'm <laughs> like, bro, like, if a doctor tells you, just imagine you sitting down, yeah at like early 20 or whatsoever, if a doctor tells you, you you're you gonna die, like you're gonna die if you play football, if you continue playing this game that you love, you're gonna die. You tell me how you'll you're, you're look at the world completely different, do you know what I mean? You'll look at it completely different. And, that's what I had to go through. I'm still going through it on a like day-to-day basis, kind of thing.
2: You see, when they diagnosed you, yeah. did it affect, So and then you decided to still play football, did it affect the way you played football? Mm. Did you have to change your game or anything?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I had to start. Well, like when they told me, I, I didn't play. I didn't play for like six, like a year or so. Yeah. Um, people were hollering me, yo, you playing football? And I was like torn between two. I'll get my stuff ready. And like, cause I was still living at home with my mum. Mm. mum would be like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm gonna go and play football. <laughs> She's like, no. <"Nah." laughs> She's like, no, <"Nah." laughs> like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm gonna go for a jog. No, 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 you can't mm. do that. Like the doctor, I was there. The doctor said, you're gonna, you could die. Mm. So that being set, being that fed into your head, and then yeah, just you going Yeah, oh, love the
2: game, you know. Yeah,
1: that, that's the it's thing. Cool. That's the thing. I was at the point. I was like, I, I'm willing to die. I, I came to like a, a point in my life where it was like, mm-hmm. all right, I can sit at home and be miserable, um, and just be like, I can't do anything, and I'll just die being like upset with mm-hmm. the world, or I can go out and just do things that I love, and if I, if I die doing something that I love, yeah. at least like I'm, I'm happy with yeah. myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then. Obviously my people, my loved ones around me were like, but if you die, you die, innit? Like, <laughs> forget anything about like, you'll be happy. And that. Like, it's just like, you're gonna leave us. It'll be too soon. What about when you have kids and do you know what I mean? You want to grow to an old age. So then that's what I had to put into my mind. And that's why I had to be like, oh, it was it was the hardest, probably the hardest point of my life. Yeah, yeah,
3: the hardest. I think that's just testament to like, how much football actually means to some people mm. because some people just deem it as like a sport it's just yeah, yeah. But like to you clearly and like myself and i'm sure everyone mm. else said like it's more than just kicking the ball yeah like it's nah. a stress relief mm-hmm. it's, yeah like I, in whenever i'm playing football it's like that's like the only time that my mind is completely clear that's like, it that's it it's, it's it. therapeutic. it is
1: it is and i i, I kind of get a point like if i don't play football for a long time I get like withdrawal symptoms or yeah. I get like snappy. Yes. And then I even yes. say to myself, I'm like, right, I need to kick some ball. I need to do something just to, to get it out. Um, but yeah, no, I lo- love the game. I still love it. I always love it, but I have to love it from kind of <laughs> a, a different angle now. And that's, that's the whole point of like, or the next chapter of my life is about, okay, how, how are you going to do it now? Like, you're not going to be a pro, which is cool. That's fine. And I always said, if I don't want to be a pro, I want, I want to help people to to get to to my level but then to surpass me and to you know to do well because it'll still feel like I've made it yeah. if I know someone that I used to play with or I used to talk to and be like no if you made that run from that angle da da da, da. Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like so to see someone else win is like I'm winning as well
3: yeah it's yeah, um, yeah. so have <laughs> you ever go into coaching or have you had any that like, coaching? coaching yeah I
1: used to do coaching I used yeah. to do coaching at uni yeah. um I used to do it like every day I'll go I'll do like my lectures and everything like that and then in the evenings I'll do coaching because obviously it was for money yeah. but yeah I just used to notice that I used to get along with kids they used to listen to me and I was I was coaching like young people young young kids but I was also playing a little bit as well like yeah. just <laughs> playing with them because it was just a joy like yeah. there's no game or well, there, there are games, but for me, like, football's helped me, not just on the pitch, but like, outside of the pitch. Like, I can go to different countries with a ball, like start kicking a ball. I was in Grenada, like um, what summer, just gone last year, and I was just kicking a ball, and like, people just are just drawn to you. Like yeah. they see a the ball, everyone just wants to get yeah. involved. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I was, I've met so many
0: different play, uh, people, I've met so many different... Listen man, football, yeah, <laughs> football has stopped. Possibly like roadman from killing each other. Yeah, it was a, yeah. yeah. like, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, like football's done a lot. It has the, the amount course. of people you come into contact with, like you come into contact with so many different people and mm. walks of life, is that whenever you go somewhere, they just they're just like, oh yeah, I know my man from Bull mm. He's cool, and, mm-hmm. and depending on how good you are, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that would That was determine, that, that would determine, uh, that would determine the, Yeah the
1: validation from others yeah no that's true that's the one and that's what you know I've I've been blessed I've met so many different people so many different players like great players players that I even say raw, like you're better than me like you you should have made it and I'm like how didn't how did you not make it like I I didn't make it but how did you not make it and (laughs) it's yeah it's crazy um but yeah football that's my thing and it's always been from when I was young from when I was playing at I was the, the chubby boy that had a decent touch, but just had heart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look at what the coincidence were. Well, how, how ironic <laughs> I, I have sorry. a heart problem
2: from a man that's had so much heart in the game. I put my heart in everything.
1: And um, yeah, it, it was just a place that I used to just get told like I was good, I was this, like keep going, good effort. And those things were rare to me. I didn't get that, I didn't really get that at home because parents were you know, working and things like that. Not saying that they didn't care or they didn't love me, but mm-hmm. to just get strangers be like, mate, you're, you're all right, yeah. innit? You're okay. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: do you know what I mean? So. Well, when did you realize you was actually sick
1: at football? When I started playing, I thought I was sick in the playground. I'll be <laughs> right. <laughs> but what every child does, isn't it? Like yeah, you're yeah. just in your own world. But I just used to have the ball and just be, Turning, <laughs> rolling the ball, everything like I, yeah. When I was at school, that's probably where my confidence for football grew. Was and you the best in your in your class? No, 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 no. Those players that are better than me, yeah. yeah. At the time, they were, they were better than me. I used to look at them and say they were better, but there was just something about me when I play is just different. I don't know mm. what it is. It's that I could just do it. I could do it all. I could run. I could dribble. I had a decent touch. I could head. Could hold the ball up so i just used to just yeah. test my skills when i was ever at school like with the older the older lot it was always like with the older years you know you get barge you know like, oh no man i need to do it yeah you know, i need to get them back um so yeah when i was at school so i played for the football team and then when i got selected to play for essex county okay. that's when i was like i must be good yeah i must be good um how was that like that was amazing that was amazing. I was like part of a, a team. I was part of a, like a bigger team than the school. I was mm, representing like my county. Mm, and I was like, mm. county, like what's this? And they
0: give you your own tie. Just theater, me. <laughs> <a shirt. laughs> you have to dress up like a Just shirt. Trust me, I remember. Mm. Cause that's, that's the you know
1: what I mean? Go to um, Shenfield. It was but a you know,
0: like When you actually like get called up to be a part of these things, mm. yeah. It's like
1: it's an achievement, yeah, isn't
0: it? It's like you're kind of like you feel kind of like some kind of like elite guy, select few. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah it's true. Like, you know what I'm trying to say, so it's you know, true. I can kind of like understand that like, you know when England, when people say, "Oh, I got called up to the national team," like how gassed it might be, mm. or whatever. Like it's that that kind of thing that like we can get called up to something. Yeah, so it was it was it was a great time. I used to
1: love it, and that's where. I realised in myself I am good, and I used to tell myself. And then I, I I still remember to this day. I remember the games I played, I remember how I played, the touch, the smell of the grass, <laughs> everything. Like I can imagine, and like the coach, even the coaches, like they were so supportive. Do you know what I mean? They, were, they looked after you. They had their favourites or whatever, but you felt like you was you was all part of the team. And I remember I started in the C team or something like that, so county C team, Essex County C team, and then after one game, then I moved up to uh, the B team and then I moved up to the first team. Like, And then everyone was like, right, oh, like you're here already. Like what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Like, I must be doing something right. And yeah, the county, we went all over, all over, obviously Essex, but uh, we played at like Chelsea's ground. We played at like, so many nice grounds, but the Chelsea one was sick. That experience was sick because you know, we played against, uh, what was the other county? I can't even remember if it was like Sheffield or something like that, like they were good all drilled like they they all knew what they were doing but yeah just some of the things that i would do there was a moment where i remember i was i was playing left back at the time so when i was playing for county i was playing left back i got the ball someone gave me the ball from the middle a midfielder and this guy was coming onto me he put pressure on me quick and i was like bro what do i do and it's like i don't know i know sammy spoke about it when he done his one where he's like when you play football, there's certain things that you do and you just can't explain it. Mm, mm. And for some reason, throughout my career, I always used to do things and I'm like, how did I do that? How did I even think about doing that? But obviously it's because you're you're repping it out every mm. single day. The guy came and I just, the ball came to me. I just knocked it around him and, and, on the left <laughs> and I went around on the right. And everyone was like, Rah. whipped in the ball with the scored." And everyone was like, yo, yo, this guy's good. And I was
0: like, how did I
1: do that? So I was just like, it was a, f- it's such a good feeling. It was such a good feeling. Cause when I was in school, uh, primary school, secondary school, I was always, I was bullied. Do you get me? I was bullied like for being big. There's a certain man that used to pick on me. So then now these same man, cause we all went through the same primary school and secondary school, they're looking at me like, rah, like you've changed, like you're big now, like you're strong, you can hold your own. And like, everyone was noticing me and it was, it was such a nice feeling to have that. Uh, but then also to have that confidence to say, look, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm like one of the best in the school. I'm one of the best in the county. And then like the guys were like, look, you could probably go on to play for um, England schools or like, yeah, the England schools. And that's the next level. So I was like, rah, oh, that's it. I'm ready. Um, I'm going to put you through for trials. I was like, okay. At that time now, I think I was playing, cause I was like 16, yeah, 16, 17. And then I was playing for like a, what was it? Sporting Van like some semi, like some little team or whatever.
2: And, and, um,
1: and then um, I think I got called up for like the first team. And then um, we had a game in some stadium and this guy just clattered me. Like he literally clattered me. Bro, like, and I was just like, "Right, oh, what's wrong with my knee?" And I was like, "Whoa!" And then I, as soon as I I felt the pain, I was yeah. like, well, "I've had right. my trial, yeah." And I had my trial the next week, and I was like, "I'm not gonna be ready. I'm gonna miss it." Right. And then that at that point as well was like, "I'm not gonna make it." Like I feel if I didn't get injured, and this it's so cliche, we all have everyone that hasn't That's what made it telling they girls, here. <laughs> 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 no, I don't even girls
2: tell, them. You I don't <laughs> know. tell them. I don't One thing is, it's a cliche thing,
0: isn't it? Yeah, and it's so annoying it's like. We know the ones where it's like some people, that's certain people's reality. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Some other guys might say it's an impress. Yeah, but yeah. for yeah. certain men that I've actually taken this it's real seriously, like, serious that injury like it, it happened, is... it's a big detriment to the mind. Of yeah, this, man.
1: And it's like you was, I was trying to force like, my my body to do things that it couldn't do. After I got injured, I was like, nah, I have to play this trial. They were like, yo, you you could be good. Like you'd be like a quality left back. England needs a quality left back. They used to say like, quality left back. I was like, right, like, yeah, man. Well, I can play, yeah, all right, cool. So I believed in myself. And then just at that moment where things were going so well, that happened. So obviously it took, it. It, it took me back for six, and then that's when my dad kind of appeared, and he was just like, "Well, you know, maybe education. Is, <laughs> you gotta do education. You gotta have a plan B." Contingency son. plan. Yeah, contingency. yes, yeah. That's the exact words. He's like, "You
0: gotta but have a do contingency Do you not plan. feel like um, cause I do? I do understand the whole point of like having like a backup plan, yeah. Mm. But do you feel like having a backup plan kind of puts doubt in your mind to not? Do a plan a do the plan a like to the best of your ability
3: i think so 100 because if you are constantly being told that this is not really a viable option for you or something that you can pursue or, or, or be successful in you yourself are gonna subconsciously or consciously you're gonna think right maybe i'm not good enough or maybe these are saying the truth maybe i cannot make it kind of thing yeah. but you should be thinking I can make it, but I'm still gonna have another, keep my options open. Yeah. Mm. Not that, oh, not not they kind of sell it in a way that puts doubt in your mind, yeah. that kind of thing. Where I don't think that like, it should be sold like that. Because like, I say it's that, like, even when I'm talking to like my parents, now that I'm at an age, yeah, that I could speak for like my younger brothers and stuff, mm. which is why I don't understand. Sometimes I look at these guys and I'm like, fam, if I had, yeah, like all the older siblings that could speak on my behalf or could pay for my football and everything was free or anything or something like that. Mm. Like the way I would have cherished that, Mm. But yeah. anyway, yeah, <laughs> I speak to my parents, I'm like, okay, yeah, you guys be sending this guy to like, these lessons to all of this kind of stuff. But I not if you also invested that same energy as well into the football as well. But What, they what couldn't could that be? They, they can't they see don't. it. And I, and I,
0: understand, I do understand yeah. it. But, but you know why time, I don't understand it? It's because that, <laughs> no, the reason <laughs> why I don't kind of, I, I don't understand it is because that we, as, I think as black people, we have to be more open-minded. We can't just think that, Studying is gonna yeah. be the, the the problems. I mean, it also all the problems to to what we're trying to do in life oh, that really? we're in. We're in a different time where you can do
2: literally anything to be successful. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I feel like our our generation will reap mm. more. Yeah, our parents' yeah. generation, they most of them are like the first, first generation, generation. Yeah, first exactly. generation that, that came years. here, so yeah. they think they're thinking, oh, like we just need you to. To yeah. have a career that we know is guaranteed that's gonna make you successful mm. whereas football and sports and music it's, it's a like guarantee. a lot. You know it it's I'm, not even,
0: like yeah. I'm not even talking about even like let's say sports and music either like i'm even just talking about even, even other yeah like, like even there's other things that
1: well how would you know like it's only now and that's what jerry's saying i think our generation now we're more exposed to so many different things and we're able to find out what, the, to, what we can do, the mm-hmm. different dynamics, even like to do but a that's podcast. What, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, and
0: that's why I'm trying to say that our parents should have been more open-minded, even though I know that they, obviously like in their heads, yes, they brought us here for one purpose, it's, like, it's to either you know, have good education and have a good job and all of that stuff. Mm. But if, again, as as parents, you need to know your children. Like Not all of your children mm. are going to be like, um, um, good academic wise, you know what I'm trying to say? There's- Yeah, don't like, force it. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. don't force the issue sometimes. So my thing is, is that, let's say your child is interested in like media, taking for um pictures and stuff like that. Like invest that time, like get, get your, your son or daughter, cameras, learn about cameras, learn about different techniques. Don't just, you know, shut down your child and be like, oh, you know, What's that? Because later on, when you're hearing this photographer or whatever is making pee, yes. you're mm. looking at your child and mm. oh, isn't that mm. what you wanted? Your mm. child will just look at you and mm. screw yeah. you and say, like, yeah. come on, man.
1: But yes, I, I'm a big believer of like, whatever environment you're in, you'll, you'll pick up um, certain habits and, and learning styles and whatnot. And I think that's why I kind of, I always look at life completely different. And I always try and look from the other person's shoes. And yeah. I look at like my parents, looking at how they got brought up and the things that were fed to them that were important is the same way that they they're raising us. Into, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The same morals that they, they were raised by, they, they import that on us or they put that on us. So in a sense, I like, I can't blame them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because my daddy come from a village in Ghana and he took me to the village. I was like, right, how could you make it all the way to England, have a job, have kids and get an education? That's crazy. Um, but his thing was to get out of the village and the only way he could get out of the village was being smart and mm-hmm. studying. So that's why from that background or from that culture was like education yeah. was key. Yeah. And that's what he tried to embed in me like as a child. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if if he knew that there was different ways or different avenues, to make it like to be a photographer or to be, you know, an artist or a footballer or a musician, he probably would have, but they, they didn't know they didn't know much. Some of them. Not all not all of them. Yeah. Some of them, do you know what I mean? Because obviously you hear some of the parents that did push their kids and done done that. And it's just that's just how it is, isn't it, I yeah. guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, Carla, just talk about like just touching upon like your dad. Yeah. Um just talk about like how of oh, much of an influence he's yeah. had um on your in your life and you know him teaching you or being some type of inspiration to you
1: um Dad is he's always he's kind of he's always been the like the male figure. Even when he wasn't there he was there. Yeah. Or he tried to be. Um when I was younger like from when you had a baby until maybe 12 I can just remember like dad taking me here, doing this, doing that because my mum was ill. Yeah. Um, So he used to like look out for us and then there was a point where once mum got better I think he had to go to Ghana or he was going back and forth to Ghana to start to do work and do this. So I can just remember my dad being there at one moment and then he would just vanish. Mm -hmm. And it was just always like that but so mum was kind of always there. And then dad would be in and out. But he would always try and check in. He would always try and call, you know, make sure he's in communication, like with me and my, my brothers and sisters. Um, or sisters, I should say. But yeah, he's as a child have that much respect and like so many memories and whatever. Then through probably when I was a teenager, that's where I kind of grew to like not like him and to be <laughs> angry and like things like that. Like you, because obviously yeah. you're a teenager, isn't it? you don't know better like I was going football I was doing these things and it's like where's my dad like my dad ain't even here I was talking to girls I didn't know how to talk to girls or, do you know what I mean like obviously I'm not saying that your dad should be there to do all those things but it was important for me it was important and it was just for him to be there in the physical was so important compared to him just being on the other end of my phone mm-hmm. 600 miles away um so yeah through my teenager years I was just I grew to kind of resent him Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I know, you're like, you'll watch this and you'll be like, "What? Like, oh my God! Like, what's wrong?" Like, well, we've had our discussions. I've, I've aired it out. But um, yeah. So, teenagers' years, he was in and out. I remember, like, when I went to uni, he was there. He was there for important parts. So, when, the first day of uni, he, he drove me up there. My mum was crying. Don't leave. Don't go. I went to Coventry. Like, I didn't come back. Like, and my dad took me up. And whilst he was driving, he was just like, you know, son. Like, as a man, you gotta make these decisions. And You'll, you'll see why why I've been trying to push you to go to uni. And I know you love football, but you always got to have like this backup plan. And I think this will be all right. So I was going up to uni. I managed to get into like a sports science degree. I had like a I was given a football scholarship. So I was blessed to be given a football scholarship as well. And even that was like, rah, like you got a scholarship for football. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So I've done that, but that took me up there. And then obviously you went back to Ghana. so teenager years, then from my twenties, it was more of, I was trying to understand why he'd done certain things, why he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like a, I went through a whole journey of like, joy, despair, like, and anger, and then like to acceptance and then to understand as a father, as, as a man, like, why is it that you had to do it? Why do you have to go? And obviously I was told one story from my mum, obviously my mum had to go through not having her husband mm-hmm. around and she had to go through her own stuff as well so i saw from my mum's point of view a female's point of view how how bad it can be when a man leaves his home and he's not there do you know what i mean and the mum has to fend for the kids and make sure they're all right but then also like keep in contact with him in a different country so it's crazy so like now it's like I love my dad. Well, I still, I always loved my dad, innit? But now it's like, as respect, as a man, what he's done, like even when he come back, cause he's been out of the country, he was out of the country for over 10 years. You know what I mean? But I would go to Ghana, but he didn't come here. So like, obviously there was questions. I was like, how could you not do that? How could you not come? Like, mum was sick. How could you not come? This Mm -hmm. one was sick. I was sick when I had my heart thing. I was like, I was sick. Like, why didn't you come? All those things, you know what I mean? We had the conversations, I aired it all out. Um, And then after I'd done that, and I, I i believe like even me having that heart problems because of all the stress all the pain that I, I was mentally putting myself in and my heart was suffering again it's like ironic like the heart <laughs> so i'm a big believer in like you have to express yourself you have to fill your mind with like positive things and like you know, just be grateful for, for, for who you are and your upbringing. Even though it might not be the best upbringing, just the fact that my parents managed to get me, like, all the way to this point, like, is, is a blessing. And I'll thank, I'll try and thank them every day. Um. So, yeah, like, being my dad is like, he's like my older brother. And he's the guy that I've been, I've been screaming for, I've been waiting for, for so many years. And the fact that he's... He's now back in the country. He's been back in the country for a little while now. He's just, he's like the pilot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like the pilot. He don't yeah. say too much, but when he says something, you'll listen. And like, people always used to say to me, oh, like your dad, like he's so wise. And I was like, is it? I was like, dad, no, please, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 me, <he's> like <laughs> him. No, no, no. But people like, they would have discussions with him. And then afterwards, you just see them just take off, like their life would take off. And he's like, right, oh, like your dad gave me this advice. And then I went and done this and started business and I, I was looking at it. And then when I look back, I'm like, "Raw." And even now when I look at it, when I speak to my dad, he gives me advice. And I'm like, this is like amazing. Like he's like my own guru, like this motivational speaker that can drive you and he can put things in your head that will like push you forward. So yeah, my 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 relationship with my dad has been up and down, but now it's it's, it's very positive. It's very... Respectful, um, love him to pieces, and it's just I'm just trying to maximise as much time as I can with my mum, my mum and my dad. Yeah. Because obviously, once I got diagnosed with this problem, I looked at the world completely different. I was like, right, I might not be here tomorrow. So, what's the lasting impact I want to have between me and you? You know, what's the last thing I want to leave you? Mm. The only message I want to give to you is like, like. If, Just enjoy life. Yeah. Don't don't be upset. Like I know we all go through like our stuff and like our angers and things like that. But yo, like you don't want to be told tomorrow like you could die or something could happen. Like just enjoy it, live it, be happy. There's so many things that we're blessed with. Like and our parents had to deal with like growing up in a country that was just it's still a bit racist, but. You know, people flat out telling you, Yo, go back to your effing country." You this and you be in school. You're getting bullied. You're getting chased by like these these <laughs> these these, guys, these bad guys. Like I remember the, some of the stories that my uncles would tell me on that. And you know, when they were in school or when they were walking through London, and they're like, "We'd have to roll as a as a unit because people, if they saw us on the street." Like the, the, the white people, yeah. certain people, they would come for us yeah. and we had to run for our lives. Like, but now we can walk anywhere in London. Do you know what I mean? Like we've got it so easy, we've got it easier. And it's like, sometimes I feel like we don't really open up our eyes and see for ourselves. Instead, we just focus on all the negatives. Like, ah, this isn't working. This is happening. This is wrong. This is wrong. It's like, well, but we're here. So yeah, sorry. hopefully that no, that's No, that's good. There. No, no, that's <laughs> not <'cause, laughs> real deep stuff. No, it is
0: because you know like, um a lot of young um black you know males people that who don't have dads mm. um have the a similar feeling to what you have mm. but that's and you even have that Mm-hmm. Um, with your dad even being around yeah. so you know to look at it from a perspective of somebody who has both parents around I'm grateful I've, know. I've
1: got friends that I've got one of my boys like shout out Gary like he lost his dad do you know what I mean like he lost his dad and that's like how can I be angry at my dad and my mum my and at least they're there do you know what I mean he, he, he had to live he has to go through that thing every day where he's like rah like my dad's not downstairs or he's not there. Yeah. Do you understand? And it's like, sometimes I have to stop myself. I have to catch myself and say, look, you can't be angry at your parents. Like what would happen if it got announced yeah. that something happened to them the next day they're gone, that's it. So it's like, I'm always, that's why I'm always just trying to think from a different point of view. And I'm always trying to be grateful. And like, as much as my mum will, will moan and my dad will tell me things I don't want to hear, but he's, he's obviously he's telling me because he's lived it and he's seen it and he's trying to advise me. I can't be angry. I know people, they lost their parents where they didn't even have their dad, like that's mad. They didn't even have that. So at least I've got little bits of memories. I've got memories when he was, he was, um, I was younger. Um, yes, he was in Ghana, but at least he was still there. At least he wanted yeah. to be a part of us. Yeah. There's certain people that grow up and their parents are there. Their parents don't even want to speak to them. And I, I can't even imagine like how that would feel. Do you understand? I, I can't imagine how that would feel. So I'm just blessed. Um, I'm grateful for what I have and I may do even though they they're not perfect, no one is perfect, but I make do with what you know what they've given me and things like that. So,
2: was your um, pops into football? Did he <laughs> yeah, too? yeah, yeah. He supported West Ham, <laughs> isn't it? He? West Ham, Alabama's, yeah. He used to love West
1: Ham for some reason. <laughs> so wait, how did
2: you support? End up supporting Arsenal?
1: I ended up supporting Arsenal um, when I used to just watch like this match of the day and things like that. And you used to see Arsenal and they used to see the JVC symbol and the red, the red and the white jersey. <laughs> Ian Wright were like running and he was just, just always hungry and scoring goals. I just used to love it. And I don't know, it was just something, I was just attached to it. It was just like, yeah, that's my team. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick Arsenal. There's something about them, the Gunners, Highbury. <laughs> I was just straight away. I was just. It was just no. It wasn't no like flirting or anything with it. It was just like that's my team. I'm gonna stick with them. And like I said, from when I was young, I just used to just idolise them. All the players like Pierre, Thierry Henry, even like Silver and Wilton. This guy's hard. Like you're cold. Lauren, <laughs> like Lumberg, like oh man, it was just crazy. But that was. Yeah, that was my team. That was also that was always my team, Arsenal. They always
2: will be. It's funny, yeah, because people because obviously I supported United from when I was mm. young as well. And people would be like, Oh, you glory, like, oh, you yeah, just yeah. oh, you support your local team, yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> but I was like, Arsenal's is not so exactly it it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, then Arsenal were winning stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arsenal, were, Arsenal were playing good football. Yeah, no, they They're were winning too. They were, they were. That's they, true. That's true. <laughs> actually that's thought of it that's like so that. true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true, you know. It's very true. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I just used to, I just used to love like Arsenal, I, used to, I just used to love like the players that they had, um, like obviously Omri and that, and just the things that they had done. And like, even now, like I just think, rah, like we managed to have these types of players in the league, like we was able to watch it, like yeah. some people managed to watch it live, but mm. for us to grow up in a generation where you was able to see, yeah, I watched Thierry Omri's like, come he, up. he's come up yeah, and it's... see what some of the things he does, you're like, rah, he was doing that. And it's, yeah, so I've always just loved Arsenal. I'd always wanted to get the kit. I always wanted to have like the things, but when I was younger, I never managed to like, get like an Arsenal kit. So I used to be like, oh man, like, how can I not? Like I used to get at my mum and be like, mum, come on, man. Like, I want <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. But obviously as a kid, you're just yeah. like, I want, I want the PlayStation, <laughs> I want this, <laughs> I want that. But that's what I mean. Like me looking back now, I realised, right, like I was, I was a kid and I just saw like, items and things like that and yeah. i just wanted it mm-hmm. but i didn't realize what you have to do in order to get it like, what stress is it going to put the parent under you know obviously they want to make your you happy as a child but then also they got to make sure they got enough pocket, money in the pocket for everyone in the house and so yeah like
3: i was my team <laughs> that's, <laughs> all,
1: that's all that's what i can say man did we get the
3: opportunity over, Highbury? <laughs> to
1: go library i i think when we won i was there at the parade. Okay. Yeah, I was there at the Pro, but I never inside Highbury, yeah. man. So I always used to ask people questions like, what was it like?" People yeah. that play like, "Sammy, you played at Highbury, you yeah, know what I mean?" Yeah, like, twice. I'm like, like twice. <laughs> you, "You managed <laughs> to play <laughs> twice, <laughs> just like, twice." That I met, <laughs> met Burkamp at Highbury. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm crazy. I don't even know what I would say like, if I saw like Bergkamp and and them lot. Like, I'll just be like, "You're a legend." Like, I've lo- I've watched you. Like, some of the things you. Yeah, you've I remember
0: done when I were, when I met Ashley Cole?
1: <laughs> that must have yes. been crazy. <laughs> That must have been crazy, even meeting Ashley Cole, like, such a great defender, like, one yeah, of the no, best...
0: I met him when we done some, like, primary school thing in Fingery Park, and he was the, like, the guest mm. um,
2: athlete. OK. Yeah, that was quite cool. When I met Bergkamp, it. it was random. They were having, like... Because in, in, in the stadium, there's like indoor pitchers. Yeah. And like all the like, junior gunners and that were just playing. Yeah. And he just randomly came out and said hello to all the kids oh and God. everybody. Obviously, I was like 10 or something. Mm. Just looking at him like, he so yeah, you yeah, yeah, young, yeah, yeah. look so tall when you're young. They would so That's tall. It looks so tall,
1: but no, nah, technique-wise, technique he was one of the best, scored one of the best goals ever. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, one against Newcastle. Definitely. Still don't bad. know how he done it.
2: Boy, Boy, that, I think end. that might be the best Premier League ever. Ooh, I, thought said, I thought he was going to say, I think that might be a fluke. <for> a <laughs> no, I think that might be the best Premier League ever. That's definitely There's one of them. It's up there, yeah, it's, yeah,
0: up, it's up there. 100% it's 100% up there. Them. 100%.
1: Just okay.
2: technique
0: to do that. Yeah, I'm just, so cause dirty. yeah, even I don't even mm. really know how we did it to mm. this day. It's dirty. It's dirty, proper.
3: So what, are you putting him in your all-time, okay, 5 5 side team, yeah, Arsenal all-time? Who's going
1: in there? Do I have to have a keeper or just...
3: uh, Don't actually, forget about a keeper, just (laughs) real fact, yeah, 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 because, you know... Take up. Um,
1: (laughs) Obviously Thierry Omri, I have Omri all day. Vieira. Ashley Cole. um, I'd have Burkamp, And then I would have... Yeah, Adams, Tony Adams. Yeah. So it's just, you got a
3: balance. Like, yeah,
1: the You Arsenal <laughs> you,
2: you, you guys don't like the new school. New, that's what I was just about to ask. Well, the new a new about yeah, yeah, Is yeah. there
3: anyone, like, post maybe, like, what, 2006, mm. that you would have thrown him, like, oh, Fab- in? Oh, Fabregoni. Actually, no. Fabregas, I would have probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fabregoni. is Gals. the only yeah, one yeah. that made it. Is probably the only one I'll say, yeah, no, he's. He's lived up to it. Mm. The rest of them are kind of fallen short, or yeah. they? they haven't lived up to it. Like mm. yeah. I don't want to say uh, like Obamiyan and feel like I love Obamiyan, love yeah. him. But I'm looking at Thierry Omri mm. and then Obamiyan like and like Omri done madness and Obamian yeah. does it in like little spurts and things like that, but he done, like, Henry Henry done Henry it done it consistently. Yeah. He just mm. destroyed defenders for fun, like and he'd just breeze. He'd be running like it was nothing. Mm. Run people run past people like it's nothing and like yeah, no. Nah, there's apart from Cesc, I don't think there's no one that I could say,
3: Ooh, yeah, you you would make it up there. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Not so, even like RVP. No, nah, no. Nah. Sanchez. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Sanchez is a good player, but like that Sanchez for <clears throat> Arsenal, he was on.
1: Sanchez crud. yeah, for Arsenal he was on crud, but it's just a shame that the team that he was in wasn't wasn't on the same level as him as well. I, th- I always felt like when he was playing for Arsenal, he was he was miles ahead of everyone. The way he was thinking, the balls he would be putting in, and he's expecting certain man to be running onto it or whatever. So it's a shame that he kind of grew in that, grew up in a in a cycle of the team where it wasn't, you know, it hasn't been strong for a long time. If he was like in a team with like Fabregas and whosoever, then yeah, he would have he got fed. But yeah, he he had to make a lot of the chances up from himself. That was that was a key thing. So yeah. I wouldn't choose Sanchez unfortunately.
3: Yeah, just this stuff. I wouldn't. But yeah, let's get into some of those quick fire questions that yeah. you're so fond of.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Wow. Messi Ronaldo. Messi, Messi. Uh, <laughs> Messi. He's he's just
1: he made I think probably because I watched I watched him from when he was young. Yeah from when he was at La, La Masia or whatever, he was in the academy. Mm. And they were, they were talking about this kid and I'm like, Messi, he's something special. Like I used to watch, like on the internet, you'd just be able to watch like, the videos and I'd be like, rah, like, he's different. There's something different about him. Like, He's got heart, he can run. He doesn't, If even if he gets tackled or challenged, he's still like barging man off of mm. him and, and then he'll calmly slot it away or he'll put in an incredible ball for someone else and then they'll score. And the same thing he does then, he still does it now. Yeah. And that's the thing, like it's like it's effortless. Yeah. Whereas obviously with Ronaldo, he's, he's had to, he's had to train, he's had to mm-hmm. study the game. And I admire him as an athlete, I admire him as an individual and what he's accomplished. And I'm not saying that he's, he's not incredible himself, but for me, my heart sways towards <laughs> Messi because you've heard enough. Real Madrid,
0: Barca. Barcelona. Yeah, um, Kafu or Carlos? Ooh.
4: Ooh, ooh,
1: Roberto Carlos. Yeah, Roberto Carlos. I think he just ed- edges it. Because he he was it was one of the guys that said it as well. He was like one of the first like defenders who was like, he broke the rules like for defending. Like everyone was like, as a defender, you got to sit back. You can't go past the halfway line. Da-da-da-da. And this guy was just like, forget all of that. I'm going forward. <laughs> yeah. And he would go forward in, in style. Like yeah. The Brazilians, I used to love the Brazilian teams. Used yeah. to love him because the players they just played with so much freedom, and and it was there was no control. It was just always just like just play as you feel. So like Roberto, some of the things even like the, he scored one of the greatest goals ever with his free kick.
4: Mm-hmm. Do you know what he I mean? That technique France. against yeah. France. That yeah. technique. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I haven't <laughs> seen someone else so, replicate
1: yeah. it. Or do you know what I mean? Like on that same level. So yeah, Roberto Carlos. I mean. Um, Klopp or Pep.
4: For <laughs> 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 so
2: me, I, I like you was know. like like gonna say Wenger. <laughs> no, I won't do that to you. You always pick Wenger. Nah, I say
1: Wenger. I say Guardiola. I say Guardiola. Pep. Yeah, I say Pep. He's the,
3: gone. Nah, no, nah. No, you know, like, exactly
1: for it. me, it's like if I wanted to as a player, if I wanted to play for someone, yeah, it would. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, it, then it's full, innit? Like, yeah, then it's, then so it's the sticky one then. I
3: did remember card on as well. That's it then. That's it, man. That's it, man. That's <laughs> it. yeah, <laughs> boy. Yeah. Um, one more question. Go on. If you could wear one football beat, yeah, for the rest of your football, then... You... Yeah. What <laughs> Would it be Puma Kings? Oh, wow, yeah. classic! Classic. classic. Ooh. <laughs> I Kings. feel like we need to dedicate an episode to football beats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, agree. So we need to I like, agree. We do. I, just, I, talk
0: chase, about. I just talk about the, my love for Total Nights. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel it, like football beats
2: are getting boring nowadays. Really. They are. That's yeah. why. Yeah. That's why. They that's why they're coming out to do that like, remix. Yeah, yeah, Because back in the day, they were a big thing. But
1: now it's like they're coming out every week. There's a different boot. There's this. And then it's the money is too expensive. It's too These yeah, like two hundred eighty pounds. Yeah,
3: it's yeah. mad yeah, pricey. <laughs> Not the replicas. The real, yeah. yeah. ones. ones. That's pricey. But yeah, that was a fantastic episode. We had Kwame's journey, and it was very insightful. Yeah, I learned a lot from that. Same, same, same.
1: Yeah, it's kind of chop and change. There's, there's so much more. Um, I wish I could say, but I guess yeah. like the whole point is. So yeah, you can follow me or whatever. You can follow me, you can see my journey. Don't worry, man, man.
0: you're going to have more time. Like. <laughs> yeah. just, that's the gonna...
1: thing, like, there's only so much. Like, And that's yeah. why I, I've realised how difficult it is, because I was thinking, mm-hmm. how am I going to be able to get everything, everything I mean, You, can't you, then, can't, like, you yeah, can't, you can't, you know what but I mean? It's,
0: it's cool because the more times we do this, there's always going to be something that's going to relate. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. 100%, 100%. Yeah. So yeah,
1: no, all I can say is just like, um, thank you for giving me the space and time to tell my story and that. And um, yeah, some good questions mm-hmm. as well. Hopefully, you know a little bit more about me and you'll get to know me a bit more as well as everyone else. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you.
3: Thank you. So, that's it, episode 22. 22. Two twos. <laughs> <and> out. <laughs>